Before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to let you in on a little secret. That's right, folks. Just in time for the holidays, our very own That Would Be Rad merchandise is available for you. All you have to do is go over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash that would be rad. Again, that's shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash that would be rad. And you're going to see over 25 designs of all kinds of merchandise. We're talking hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts, coffee mugs, stickers, buttons, face masks, you name it. We've got it. We're so excited to bring it to you. So don't wait another second. Head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash that would be rad. And now let's enjoy the show. Hey, all you wet bandits and McAllisters, welcome back to your favorite podcast, That Would Be Rad, a podcast that majors in 80s and 90s nostalgia, comic culture, all things paranormal, and minors in retro video games, tabletop RPGs, pre-internet mysteries, and raising our kids to be half as cool as we were back in the 80s. I'm your host, Tyler Bentz, and this is your other host, Woody Brown. What's up, dude? Hey, man. Uh, quick question for you. So, how many eggs did you eat for breakfast today? None, but I'm on my second Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, did I admit to you, or was that just like admitting to a listener on the Instagram that uh, I actually had a Red Bull the other day? Mm. You're talking about the, no. the one that we had when we... Well... Which, by the way, so that's dude... That's now two Red Bulls that... We haven't even I mean, talked we haven't about posted, it. We haven't even talked about it. Oh, man. So, I mean, that just means that we're going to have to uh, have an episode solely about that visit. Yeah, that was a, that was a really Should fun... Should give folks a little teaser? I think so. I mean, it, probably my the best day of my life. Mm. You know what? Let's not okay. give them... Well, Okay. Uh, we're just going to have to, well. Well. Sure. Well. <laughs> what did um, Boo Boo used to do when he would go, well. Well. Uh, <laughs> God, that guy, man. I've never laughed so hard in my life. I miss that hey, guy. Hey, Woody, pull up. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. No, dude, what about the big gulp? He had like the God. the purple big gulp that he spilled. Like, all... I got to say, man, I you know, I'm I'm somewhat of an up, one of the challenges I have in life is that I'm somewhat of an uptight character. Oh yeah. I'm kind of tightly wound in a lot of ways. I am and, too in different ways though. Yeah, definitely different ways. Sometimes uh that complements yeah. one another mm-hmm. and in other times it just makes it even more frustrating oh, for yeah. each of us. But mm-hmm. you know, man, I used to give that poor kid so much grief because you know, when you stop at a gas station and you're getting snacks, even just for a regular road trip, much less like you're in a tour van that's already smelly. Well, um, well, first of all, let's explain the tour van. It's floor to ceiling carpet, blue, blue shag, like a like a heavy shag yeah. carpet, like indoor house carpet on the ceiling, on the sides, on the floor. This guy would always get like the, you know, Cheetos. Yeah. With just tons of the orange stuff, dust, yeah. Cheetos dust mm-hmm. or Doritos or something. And then a jag is big of a cup that they sell full of some colored soda. Like just like a crazy color, like, you know, dark red. There's going to be a lot of food coloring in whatever soda he chooses, oh, yeah. right? And, you know, 
I, even though it's more expensive, and I get it, I get the, you know, the bottled soda so that I can put the cap back on. Every time. Why would you do that? Well, because... Because it has a cap. If it tips over, it's not going to spill, or at least less likely to. And so one of these days, it was like we're all on each other's nerves. We've probably been on the road for weeks and weeks. It's mm-hmm. freezing cold. We're up north somewhere, and like all of a sudden, we have to take a turn. We hit a bump. That's another thing. The shocks on the on the dang van were just the worst. And we hit a bump, and that dang grape soda <laughs> just spills everywhere. Yeah. I'm sure I came unglued. Yeah. Oh, no, no, dude. And also, like, he broke the cup holder on the side of that door. Remember? Like, his foot just, like, (laughs) landed on it, and it just, like, completely crushed that cup holder and just destroyed it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will say it, uh, both of us being um, dads to two small children, I think there's no better... Mm-hmm. No better thing in our lives that have has ever prepared us more for that than than having uh, Boo Boo as our bass player. I <laughs> uh, gotta love that kid. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, have you checked out the forecast for this week? This week, the week of Christmas. I mean, it's looking a lot like snow and Santa and presents. Well, yes and no. Oh. I mean, if you've been if you've been you know nice, of course you're going to be getting presents and mm-hmm. all that, but. I think the weatherman's been a little naughty here because here's the deal. If you look at the forecast, it's like uh, Christmas Eve, it's going to be like 50 degrees and raining. And then <sighs> overnight, it gets down to like 27. Ooh. So it's like, dude, we're so close to be able to have snow. Can we just, can the weather just shift just a little bit for us to have some snow, man? I mean, I really am dreaming of a white Christmas. Can we just get one thing for this year? <sighs> 2020, man. That's that's what I want for Christmas. It's, it's just snow, man. A little bit of snow. Yeah. Not even a ton. It's in like Georgia snow. The devil's dandruff. Now we we did have snow um, here in Georgia. January. What? No, I think it was on Christmas. I mean, years ago, like when my wife oh, and I yeah, 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 first yeah. got married. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh, dude. So we did it, man. Hmm. I watched Gremlins. Oh yeah. Let's hear about it. I mean, okay. Now, granted. It has been a while since I since I watched it kind of like all the way through. Mm-hmm. I was a little nervous because like we'd said in previous episodes, you know, I was just nervous about like him being scared of it, being scared of like the actual gremlins. But what's funny is, man, I didn't really find it to be scary necessarily, mm-hmm. but there are some like, and full disclosure, I completely fast forwarded through the Phoebe Cates talking about her dad and why oh, she doesn't man. like Christmas piece. I just... I didn't even want to go there, man. Just mm-hmm. fast forward. But, you know, it, it wasn't really, like, scary. Like, I remembered it as a kid. Mm-hmm. It was more just like there's some parts that was just like, ooh, that's gross, man. But that kind of stuff, when you're a little boy, awesome. you're kind of, like, super, like, oh, man, that's gross, but that's so funny. And another thing that I didn't remember about it was, like, how quick it kind of just gets into, you know, like, these – you know, the Mogwai that, or not the Mogwai. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. all Mogwai, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how quickly, like, so the other Mogwai that, that happened because old Mouth from Goonies, you know, tipped over a water cup 
onto Gizmo. Oh, dude, I um, totally forgot he was even in this movie. Oh, yeah, dude. And this is the best. It's like, it's bef- it's just like a year before I think they shot Goonies. And so he's like still like a little chubby. Little, yeah. And, yeah, man. And he's, but he's the same, you know? And it's <laughs> yeah. just so funny because he's just kind of like a little edgy for a kid that would be that old, you know? Right. And he wears that like Christmas tree, like costume to deliver a Christmas tree. Do you remember that? No, I, I, like I got to go watch body. it. Today. It looks like a, a Christmas tree that's moving around. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. And he's just pissed about it the whole time. Anyway, like, those Mogwai like trick Billy into thinking it's not midnight yet mm-hmm. because they cut the wire to the clock and they eat and all this kind of stuff. Well, I forgot how like quickly it goes from okay, they're eating, they kind of transform into these like cocoons, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like the mom is like on the phone and she's like, Billy, they hatched. She's like, I'm on my way home, and she hears like a Christmas record being played downstairs. She goes downstairs. And, like, she goes into the kitchen. <laughs> and I don't know why, but my son and I just thought this was so funny, man, and kind of intense. Like, right out of the gate, man, like, she sees these things. She's like, ah, you know, kind of scared. One of them, like, throws a plate at her, which, yeah. okay, mischievous, mm, not nice. And she just, like, traps one into a blender and just freaking chops it up. And you're like, Yeah, okay. immediately? Yeah, immediately, wow. dude. No, no, uh you know, no, no, uh, reservations there. Then she traps another one kind of like the grossest part is that she traps one in the microwave, man. And uh, the big I remember thing, that, yeah. Like explodes. So she ends up killing like four or five of these suckers, man. But wait a minute. Th- th- this is when they're still like cute. We don't know what they, no, 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 no. Oh, this no. is after they're, the they're like, they're, they're gremlins, but. Well, I, but wait a minute. I, because I remember like, like, Sp- is it Spike or Stripe? Mm-hmm. A stripe. Because this is a Mandela effect example mm-hmm. also. But I remember th- those were like, they were cute at one point, and then they... Well, they were kind of cute, but... But they're they like mischievous. Naughty, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude, they like, Gizmo's like, he's just kind of like all on his own and stuff, and it's kind of like sad, man. He's like playing this trumpet underneath the Christmas tree, and they're like, Gizmo, caca, <laughs> and they like throw stuff at him. Which, I mean, so if you look back, I mean, there is no way that uh, that the baby Yoda character was oh man i mean same kind of like demeanor like just super innocent super sweet Mm -hmm. but kind of still does like cute Mm -hmm. quirky funny stuff so me and my son were like uh man that mom is intense and he's like yeah man i mean we came up with this like little thing that we were laughing about we're like moms don't play and then he would be like moms save lives (laughs) it was just hilarious but anyways bottom line he wasn't scared he thought it was amazing he loved it he immediately wanted to like have a gizmo toy or yeah, whatever yeah. um so yeah it went it went pretty well now he's eight gonna be nine in september so i would say like this is about the age to not have to worry about the scared part mm-hmm. but you know my youngest who's four is like begging to watch it and we're like eh, I don't oh think yeah so, you know yeah I, I mean. this is the second time we're we're uh, uh recording yeah, this episode and um it, it was really cute when she came in on the last the last you know, recording when she was like, so dad, uh, I know that I'm not there yet, but when I get to be five, will I be old enough to watch Gremlins? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, man. Adorable. Yeah, that's really funny. You know, speaking of uh, speaking of Gremlins, do you guys do the elf on the shelf thing? And is your elf like a mischievous little 
elf or is it kind of like a happy little whatever? How do you guys handle that over there? So we do have uh, the elf and her name is... Oh, dude, you got a girl elf. We got a girl elf, yeah. Her name's Effie, which I think was uh, my oldest daughter, Amelia. I think that was her way of saying Elfie. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, couldn't <laughs> pronounce it. So it's yeah. just kept the name Effie all these years. But um, she, yeah, she's pretty funny. This is like the first year I've got to say that we, well, really me, like really kind of go for it and like doing all the stuff. Now, we're, we don't really do the, I mean, man, if you look on like Pinterest and stuff. Oh, my gosh, dude. I mean, it's there's some crazy stuff, you know, like. I mean, even our our nanny Laura, she she did a thing where she got up early. She made these like little like quarter sized like homemade pancakes mm-hmm. that were like edible. That that then her daughter Aaliyah came downstairs and saw, and then she was able to eat them. And I'm like, Man. yeah, we don't. I don't yeah, have. The, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if any of the listeners saw what we posted on our stories the other day or last week, where our buddy. Griff recreated that diehard scene. Oh, yeah. I mean, people just go like all in, man. And yeah. Say, like us. So we have a boy elf. And his name was Scout, which nice. isn't that creative because I think that's the name of the elf in the book, but you know, whatever. Like, I think like the first like couple weeks last year or the year before, whenever we got that darn thing, you know, I tried to like hide it in a cool place. You know, it ended up being like where I was like, oh, God, I don't want to have to deal with this. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Um, Anyway, but yeah, so yours is a, so Effie. Yeah. Is she like more like a gremlin or is she more like a gizmo? Uh, I mean, she just kind of, so my oldest is only, she's only five. So, you know, we, we haven't done any like the crazy stuff, but like, you know, one of the, I mean, it started out like she would just be in different places. So, you know, she'd be like up on the counter and then it progressively got like higher and higher and higher to, oh, now she's on the top of the Christmas tree. Now she's on top of like the the two-story window in our living room. And mm-hmm. uh, and I've been trying to figure out a way to get her up on the ceiling fan, but without killing myself, I'm, I'm not real sure how to make that happen. <laughs> um, but then, like, last night, she's sitting on a... My, both my daughters are really into, like, Spirit, the horse cartoon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, she was, like, sitting on Spirit, like, on top of the kitchen cabinets. The night before, we found her in the refrigerator. The night before she's on like and this was pretty difficult i had to like sneak into my daughter's room sneak into her bathroom take out like the little she has like the little baby toilet seat that she used mm-hmm. to have like under her sink when she was like a, a little baby you know potty training mm-hmm. and um yeah we had we had little effie like sitting on the, the little baby toilet um it, i mean it, it is really fun though like yeah you know um oh i put her a couple nights ago i took uh elsa's dress off of little frozen like Barbie and put that dress on her and then she's oh cool we have these like little um which these are actually I wasn't really sure where that was going <laughs> yeah uh but we had and I don't even know who got these for us I think it was a gift or something but it was like a box of these like indoor snowballs so you could have like an indoor snowball fight oh yeah man I think I got them for you did you no man I'm just gonna take credit man I don't know who got them for me then but I feel like I did because we have those too they're like little soft yeah they're um, like I don't want to say cotton balls but kind of yeah, there's like cloth. Yeah. Snowballs. Woven, whatever. whatever. But we had that, and then I had her like sitting in a bowl, sort of Marilyn Monroe style with this frozen Elsa dress on. But it's funny because they want to like touch her and stuff, but 
you know, mm-hmm. that's the trick. They can't or else the magic. Yeah, she, yeah they lose right. the magic, yeah. We haven't gotten into any of the crazy stuff yet, but um, it is pretty fun. I think it's cool. It is cool, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's crazy, like, as our listeners are listening to this right now, when they listen to it, mm-hmm. it's, like, actually the week of Christmas. I know. No, I just can't believe it's almost, uh, you know, it's almost Christmas. Christmas is here. We're, we're here. This is it. Yep. You know? The big day. Um, the big day. Now, you know, I, I, I think it's important for us to say, too, look, as joyous and as much uh, excitement and good tidings um, that we have with the, with the holiday, I think it is important to note that, like, this is a tough time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they lost a loved one yeah. this year. The holidays can be kind of rough uh, for folks. So I think, you know, it's important to say, look, if you are a, someone that I would consider like a fortunate person to not really have to have gone through any kind of hardships this year or whatever, I think it's super important to reach out to the people that you know and that you care about, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's family, friends or whatever, just, you know, maybe someone that you haven't talked to in a long time that you know might be going through a difficult time and, and just let them know that, that you care about them. Yeah. You know, bring a little bit of that Christmas joy to their life in some way, um, you know, because you just never know how hard somebody is uh, is having it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and I think of, um, like I think of my grandmother, my grandpa passed away several years ago, and, um, you know, you just think of, uh, I mean, at least at least me and and. I know you are the same, mm-hmm. like, you know, when we think of Christmas, we associate it with, oh, it's warm and happy and everybody's getting along and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, now that we have kids, it's even even amplified even more. So just the idea, knowing that, like, you know, my grandmother, all of her kids are, are grown and they're all out of the house. And then my grandfather passed away. So knowing that, you know, Christmas Eve, she's going to go to bed and there's not going to be anybody there. And mm-hmm. it just, it really breaks my heart. So yeah, like what he said, you know, reach out to those that you care about that, you know, and even if they're, if they're not visibly, you know, like if they don't look like they're having a hard time, you know, still just reach out to those people that, mm-hmm. that may be alone on Christmas Eve or on Christmas. Just show them you care. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And, and if you happen to be, if you're listening to this and you happen to be someone that is going through a tough time, Man, I feel uh, I feel terrible uh, about that for you, and I and I hope that you let somebody know that you need that you need some some support, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. um, we obviously love you here at the podcast, even though we may have uh, not met or even talked before. So yeah, just know that uh, you know there are people out there that care about you and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, I think this is a great time to kind of just take a quick break get a word or two from our sponsors and then when we come back kind of really dive into man you know what i've been just dying to talk about dude what's up i want to talk about like i want to know about some of your favorite things that you got for christmas some of your favorite christmas memories oh yeah i want to talk a little bit about some of the unique things because of you know how i grew up and stuff living overseas like i want to talk about just christmas man bring that joy for everybody and uh you know kind of reminisce a little bit. Yeah, dude, I love it. Tonight's program has been brought to you by... This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. 
FX is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. America's future can be determined by our dreams and our visions. It was very intense For over 200 years, there have been reports of giant man-like creatures. From another dimension, another world, I don't know. The most intriguing mystery on the North American continent. You're listening to That Would Be Rad. So kind of like what you were touching on uh, before... Um, one thing that I think is really interesting is, you know, um, a lot of our listeners are from the U.S. We both live in the U.S. now. Um, but uh, we are also fortunate enough to have a lot of listeners overseas. And I know you lived in Indonesia mm-hmm. uh, for a good bit, a good portion of like your early, you know, child years. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did that look, you know, compared to like the the typical American you know, sort of Christmas traditions. Like, yeah. how was it over there? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, uh, at the time, it was, you know, definitely different. I think, uh, and, you know, in my memory, I remember, you know, with our with our international school and stuff, I think, I feel like we got, like, a lot more time off mm-hmm. in December, like, because, you know, we traveled all the way back to the States most of the time and then had enough time to kind of, like, potentially take a vacation around then, too. So mm-hmm. I feel like we got a whole month off. I could be remembering that incorrectly, I'm not sure, wow. but we would, we would have, you know, some time off and then typically we would travel back to the States so that we could spend Christmas with, you know, our family. Mm-hmm. And, um, dude, for the most part, we would make it back in time to, you know, be here in the States for Christmas. But dude, I remember one Christmas in particular, uh, that was just like it stands out for a lot of reasons, but mainly like one of them. Not only did I get like one of my favorite, this is one of my favorite, you know, Christmas gifts that I ever received, kind of thing. Yeah. But the magic of Santa Claus just was just like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't even understand how it happened. So I think for whatever reason, and I can't recall like the circumstances, but for whatever reason, we happened to be like in Singapore on Christmas Eve. So we're going to be spending the night on Christmas Eve in a hotel. And I remember as a kid, like thinking like, man, like, look, I get it. Santa's got some crazy magic and stuff. He can make things happen. But how in the world? There's no chimney in this thing. There's no chimney in my hotel. Or chimney if you're... 
Or did I say Chimley? No, but a lot of people that I'm related to say that. Chimley. <laughs> no, I mean, there's like I couldn't figure it out, right? And so I thought, like, I had just like this dismal sort of like, man, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess we're just not going to have, and you know. But he's and not, I remember, he's like, magic, but he's not that magic. Mm-hmm. And I remember like that year specifically because of what I wanted. I was obsessed with Dick Tracy, yeah. the movie. Mm-hmm. And I wanted everything and anything Dick Tracy. So I thought to myself, you know, as a kid, man, I'm just not going to get all that stuff. And I'm kind of like processing through that, you know, trying to like make it okay. And my mom could just tell like, you know, what's wrong, you know. Um, apparently I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Oh, same here. And so I was like, you know, look, mom, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think Santa Claus is going to make it into the hotel room, you know. And and at the time, <clears throat> we were my brother and I were old enough to where we were in like a, an adjoining room or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think like, if I remember right, like my parents' door, the doors that led to the rooms was like cracked or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that night, my brother and I, we go to bed. I'm still not super convinced, even though my mom says, look, man, Santa's magic. He's going to be able to, you don't worry about it. You know, we're still going to have Christmas. And, and okay. now that we're parents, not to keep dis- derailing this, but now that we're parents, just think of the confidence that your mom had when she's saying Dude, this. Because she knows. Ultimate. Yeah. What what she's gonna, What's have gonna to do. go down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, just confidence in the ninja skills. Yeah. Okay, so we go to bed, my brother and I. Mm-hmm. We're 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 asleep, right? And I remember, dude, like waking up and 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 realizing, oh my gosh, it's morning, and like kind of like looking over, and it's just like the room is just full of presents. Man, that's amazing. And I'm like, oh my. god. Gosh, man. And this is around that age when you start to kind of like question the magic of Santa and all that. Yeah. And I was just like blown away, you know? And, I, and my brother and I, we run into my parents' uh, you know, adjoining room. And we're like, Mom, Dad, Santa came. Can you believe it? This is crazy. And they're like, what? Huh? Oh, man. They come in there and we just start ripping open, open stuff. You know, I got, we got every Dick Tracy toy. We even got like... um you know, the plastic Dick Tracy <laughs> fedora. Oh, I had the It was same like one. yellow. Mm-hmm. And then also my mom like sewed um, like a yellow trench coat or whatever, you know, she made a yellow trench coat. Mm-hmm. And of course there's like family video, um, you know, of me like in the airport, you know, the next couple <laughs> of days as we were traveling back to the States, just like wearing that thing. Just 18 years old. Uh, you've got your... No. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I mean like... How annoying a 10 year old just like, you know, and I, oh God, it was just, it was just silly. So that memory, man, has impressed me like my entire life because, you know, like you said, as parents, you understand the challenge that 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 would have been, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, now did, um, you know, you saying that to your mom, like there's definitely, and sorry to all those folks out there that aren't parents while we gush a little bit about having kids and stuff, but like there's you, there's so much joy a parent can get out of when like their kid is saying, well, I really wanted this, but I know that you didn't get it. Like yeah, you can, t- you, you know, they think something's not going to happen, but you know, oh, well, we already got that months ago. Yeah. Like we're doing that right now. It's too. so it's cool. Like there's no greater feeling than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's a, that's a really adorable story. I mean, you know, you're home from college and then you wake up and you got all your, your Dick Tracy stuff. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> go home from college. Uh, I almost slipped that by you. I think you were looking hey, at Hey, here's phone. the thing, though, man. Like, I, uh, I actually still have those figures, man. Still, mm. just saying. They're pretty weird, though. They are weird. I didn't have all of them, but I had a few. And I remember... They're shaped in such a way that, like, you can't really, like, stand them up. Yeah, they're, they're just yeah. weird. I mean, did... Uh, I know it wasn't... It, it wasn't Tim Burton, Mm-mm. but it definitely had like a like a little bit of that vibe. Mm-hmm. Like all the yeah. characters had almost like a, um, I mean, not like, well, Sin City honestly probably got a little That's bit of that vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bet we could look at it. I wonder if any of the the art department, like if there's any bleed over there. I mean, there's a long yeah. time gap between them, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if some of those artists worked on. Uh, well, actually, you know, Frank Miller, he did. You know, he's he wrote and did the art for uh, for Sin City. I think that initially came out in the comic Dark Horse Presents. I mean, probably early '90s to mid '90s. So, I mean, there could have. I mean, heck, maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, I was going to say maybe Frank Miller had something to do with working. Uh, you know in the art direction for Dick Tracy, but, I mean, he was already a pretty big deal. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, Dark Knight Returns and uh, Daredevil yeah. Born Again. But, I mean, dude, this cast, man, I mean, you're talking about yeah, Al Pacino, pretty Madonna, big. Warren Beatty. I mean, Warren Beatty directed it. That's pretty interesting. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's a pretty heavy cast. Um, Whatever happened to Warren Beatty, by the way? He was, like, I mean, he was such a big around. deal. Yeah. I mean, he was old then, though, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, yeah, going back to the the Christmas vibe. Uh, so, did you ever? Did you ever? Were you ever the kid that would you know sneak when your parents were looking or your parents were asleep? You know, maybe shake mm. the present a little. Yeah, I mean, not really, man. Which is funny because I mean, like, my natural inclination actually is to like convince. This is like a running joke in my family. I mean, every year they're like somehow. Woody's going to do it. He's going to convince <laughs> us to open all the presents before Christmas. Morning. Yeah, yeah. And so that, like, I worked on that mm-hmm. all the time. You know, I'd be like, well, you know, like, you know, everybody else has this tradition of opening one present. Mm-hmm. And then my hopes would be that I would open one that, like, happened to go with another. And then it's like, oh, well, I, I mean, I kind of know what the other one is. I might as well. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I just... It's a real slippery slope. You just yeah, man. And then once everybody's got that Christmas spirit, they're like, "Just open them all." That's what I'm all. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm always hoping for. But no, not really. In terms of like sneaking around trying to find out what you're gonna get, Mm -hmm. I only kind of accidentally did that one time, and it was devastating, dude. I hate like I hated having to pretend like I didn't know I was getting it. Yeah, just the whole deal. And so like I would make it a point to be like, "Mom, don't like." Tell me, like, where these things are hidden. I promise. I'm not going in there because I don't want to know. Just, you know, let me know what to avoid because I don't want to accidentally see it, you know? God, you are such a lawful good kid. I'm lawful good, man. Yeah. I, I was not. I was the kid who um, I would do this little trick where, <laughs> where oh, dude. you know, however the president is sitting I knew exactly, you know, how it was. So I'd turn it over on its side. What do you mean? Like it's it's where? Where is it? Right uh, it's, it's under the tree under the tree. Yeah, yeah, it's under okay, the tree. Okay. 
I would, um, and I would always do this like if my mom was at home or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. You got home early from school. Got home early from school. Speaking and nobody's looking. Yeah, exactly. So I would keep it exactly where it was on the floor. I would turn it on its side. I would go to the bottom and I would mm-hmm. get like a, I get, probably at the time it was like a pocket knife. Uh, slice open the tape, open it up, you know. You, I mean, you open the whole bottom, you can see what's what the box is. Although later, I think my mom kind of got hit to it because she started, she started putting the the actual, you know, the presents in like other boxes. Mm-hmm. So it was like no matter what I did, it was like just in another arbitrary just a cardboard box. cardboard box. Yeah, uh, but I would I would do that. I would I would slice the tape. You know, I mean, I'm talking like uh, like bank robber precision. Uh, peel it back and then find out what it was. Put it exactly back and then you take. A roll of tape, roll it around your fingers, uh, so it's like a, you know, it's almost like double-sided tape. It's just a ring of stickiness on all sides. Mm-hmm. You stick it on the inside of the present, then you close it, so it looks like that tape that was already on there is still attached. And then I would flip it back over, boom. Uh, one Christmas, I remember, which is it's so funny that this is one of the things that, that I remember... Um, just being so just gleeful and happy and just just my mind was blown. So it would have been, uh, when did X-Men, Jim Lee's X-Men 1 come out? Like 92? I mean, yeah, early 90s, man. 92, yeah. 91 maybe. Um, well, so Jim Lee, famous artist, uh, the writer, Chris Claremont, um, famous X-Men artist, famous X-Men writer for many, many years. Um, they, I mean, it's fair to say, like, if people know the, when they think of, if they're our age, but they were never really into comics, mm-hmm. but they think of the X-Men, it's, they're thinking of Jim Lee's yeah, X-Men. it's this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of great X-Men, you know, uh, Dave Cockrum, uh, Mark Silvestri throughout the 80s, uh, John Byrne, ton of great artists, but like Jim Lee, especially for me at this time, you know, going into my teenage years, it was like, mind-blowing you know when Mm -hmm. when this book came out so they so the you know they had had i think it went on to x-men or uncanny x-men 300 and then they just completely restarted with issue one um which now happens every few months but uh back in the day you know that was like a that was a really big deal it's like wow we have 300 issues that have been going you know since the i think it restarted um, in like the seventies, maybe. Um, anyway, long story short, I was doing something. I was the kid who was always like doing flips and cartwheels and like crawling all over the counters and, you know, climbing trees and stuff. So for some odd reason, I was, uh, it was, it was around Christmas time. I was looking for something and I was like on top of the, the countertop. Um, and then we had these sort of drawers, like above the like the little slot for the refrigerator in the kitchen and I was again I can't remember what I was looking for but I was up there I opened one of those drawers boom there it was a stack of um and at the time uh these x-men books they would come out in like little three packs so they would come mm-hmm. out with uh new mutants 100 um rob liefeld x-force number one also rob liefeld and then the jim lee x-men number one and 
and then the also it was also a wraparound cover, so there was like five, mm-hmm. five different you know variants of the cover, and you'd put them all together, and they would make a big giant scene, which is stunning. Um, yeah, dude, it's amazing. Amazing. Which, by the way, I've got to show you uh, my present that uh, one of our best friends, John Packer, just got me. Um, he gave it to me as his early Christmas present. It's this new Jim Lee um, X Men like giant X Men book. And it is the biggest thing I've ever seen. It's like 24 by 36. And it's a hardback book with like Dang. all of Jim Lee's like famous stories. So to see the uh, the wraparound cover that big is just, it's amazing, dude. I, I can't yeah. wait for you to see it. And also, thank you so much, John Packer. You rule and we love you. I uh, I opened, you know, the, the cabinet and there it was, a stack of every single one of the issues. And then, uh, you know, so five little three packs and then on top of that was the deluxe edition which um i've since lost this somewhere along the way but it was it was like a deluxe version of that x-men one that um it had like all these extra posters and then it had like a jim lee sketchbook in the back but i remember i can still remember the exact feeling of standing up on my counter in the kitchen you know uh leaning on the refrigerator just covered in dust i'm sure and (laughs) <laughs> just like pouring over these, you know, these covers of these comics. Um, that was a really good. But deal. I mean, did you have to like? I mean, after all, after that, did you let your mom know that you saw him, or did you just have to like pretend? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, um, with honestly, with this one. So there were others where I would, I would discover what it was, and then I would kind of go through this. You know, kind of like guilt of like, well, now I got to put on this like yeah. act of being surprised. But honestly, man, I was so excited because it was like such a big time in like comics um, mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it like heightened the excitement even more that like, oh, yeah. I have them in my hands. I'm literally holding these things that I want so bad, but I can't. I got to put it back in the thing. So yeah. when it when I opened it, it was like, there was already so much excitement that it was, yeah. you know. You just couldn't wait to open them up again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, we also, uh, we also should go into, I mean, this will probably be a later podcast, but this was around the time when I worked a, an entire summer at a local comic shop. And, you know, my mom would drive me in. This would have been in my teenage years. On the, she's driving me to school one day. This is like once the school year started, you know, a few weeks in. And she's like, wow, now you got all this, you know, money from working at the comic shop. Um, you know, maybe you can start saving for this, this, this. And I was like, oh, no, Mom, I didn't make any money. They paid me in comics. <laughs> <laughs> and she was Which, furious. Which, if you had made money, they, they would have went to comics same. anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but just, like, it's funny that I didn't think anything of it then, but, like, now I look back, and it's such a funny story because, like, you know, she had to take time out of her day out of work, get up early or whatever, and like in the summer to drive me into town to like to, to go to this comic, mm. you know, store, and Dude. they were just paying me in, in back issues, probably. That's amazing. Yeah. The moral of the story is if you own a comic book store, hire some kids to work for you and just pay them in like back issues. Yeah. Or hell, hire me. I'll flavor. still probably work at a comic shop yeah. for back issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll come, man. I'll help organize yeah. stock shelves. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh. Dude, that's amazing, man. Yeah, dude. So did you have any, um, do you remember any like big uh, sort of. Um, you know, man, it's funny that you, that you asked that. I, I, 
I've kind of like there's a couple that just sound kind of silly, but it, it's like when you're a kid though, like it's not like the thing that you want sometimes isn't this like just crazy expensive extravagant thing oh, for yeah. me anyway. You mm-hmm. know, like I mean, there were some times whenever, of course, I wanted like the Nintendo when it came out and like a Sega and all this. And yeah. you know, spoiler alert, I didn't get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there were some times when I know that I was like super excited about you know, my BMX with like bunny pegs and all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. But the stuff that really stands out were like little things that like, um, you know, of course, like the Dick Tracy one, Mm -hmm. also one year, man, my mom, like, I think all I really wanted were like those little plastic army men. Oh yeah. And I don't know where in the world they found this, uh, especially back then there's no internet. I don't know if it was in the back of a comic book or what, but they got me like this, like it was literally like a, I don't know, man, like several five-gallon buckets of these, <laughs> like, full to the top, man, of army men. And it's not like they put them in the buckets. Well, at least I don't think. I'll have to ask him about that, about that. But it was like the buckets themselves were, like, painted almost like, you know, olive drab green yeah. with, like, stenciled, like, U.S. Army. I like, feel like I remember so that. It so official, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, you open it up. It's almost like this was, like, government-issued right. army men or something. And then you open it up, and it's got, like, tons of army men like even like that same brands um you know tanks and like uh army like vehicles and stuff and then we also got like you know she got us all like the the hot wheels kind of army collection type thing and i think that's the same year i might have gotten like the airwolf helicopter oh my gosh i never had a big one but like the actual like you know die cast metal the the um you know, like the Hot Wheels version of it or whatever. Yeah, but wasn't – I think there was like a big one. Uh, probably, man. I, I had like the small one because like truthfully, man, like I wasn't really like into like the big stuff. Yeah. You know, it was harder for me to pretend. It was like way easier for me to pretend like with that thing in my hand that everything else was just like to scale like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a big city over there or this couch is like a building or whatever. So I had like that. I think that was the same year that she got us like the A-team collection of the hot wheels stuff oh i actually dude i just found at my grandmother's the little a-team van like the mm-hmm. old hot wheels. i've got like a couple of them yeah so, man, those are awesome i win i'm just kidding <laughs> um and another thing so here's another reason why it stood out so it, like they did you know my mom and dad did that for us but then also mom spent like her time like making these little like um you know like army sandbags mm-hmm. so she she got this like different colors of like army camouflage like including desert and all this and like sewed little mini like sandbags that we could use for like when we were playing with all these things man that's amazing so it's just like little stuff like that so i remember that one was like a huge favorite of mine um you know i was super into legos and of course like every kid back then like gi joe's oh man he man but it's so funny too dude because we'd end up with these like knockoffs so we'd get like one main or like a couple, a handful of like main like Skeletor, mm-hmm, He-Man, right. and then like this guy, you know, that's not like the skunk not, guy. Or well, I got those two, but like I'm talking like oh the fake ones, not even like auxiliary characters. I'm talking about like they're about the same shape. They probably went through a similar mold, yeah. but instead of yep. being able to bend them, they just they're just. Whew, I know exactly solid. what you're talking about. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Same same goes for like the GI Joes. We've got several sort of just like super fake. Yeah, uh, well, and they would always be in those like um, I feel like I remember the fake GI Joes would be in these like it would be like a three or five pack 
Mm-hmm. And remember, oh, it would be yes, like long. Dude. Absolutely. And yep. so it, it would, you know, you would go to the store, you go to Kmart or later Walmart, but pretty much as when we were kids, it was Kmart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like, oh man, I could get like one like badass G.I. Joe or mm-hmm. I can get five of these you know, G.I. Jerry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I, I do yeah. remember those. And now I will say, as far as G.I. Joe's, man, I, my cousin Colt and I, we had tons. I mean, we would go spend the night with each other, and, you know, we would take, like, a, a grocery store, like, brown bag, uh, just full to the brim. But um, And I was never really big on, like, the vehicles or the bases, mm-hmm. but one of my favorite Christmases, and, again, didn't get a ton of stuff all the time, but, you know, Christmas was, like, the big the big day for us mm-hmm. and i think it was you know i think it was my mom just you know really just kind of going all out cuz she was always so proud and like me as you know a, a father now i totally get it i want to buy my kids everything but i remember waking up and one morning and i had the gi joe space station the defiant oh yeah 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 and it was like you know, I mean, I know like big collectors that still look back at this thing as like the grail item because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. huge and it had like and it was like a uh, like there was a, a um, like a space craft, right? Like a not a rocket ship, but like a uh, what's it called, man? Well, it, um, it, well, it was weird. It was like you had like your the bottom piece, which was massive, and it would like fold out and um, it would it would sort of stand up. So basically, there was like an elevator in it, and there was like you know, all that kind of stuff. But then, like, you'd put it down and put that in, and then, like, like another, um, not space shuttle, but, like, a, I mean, I guess... Kind of space though, shuttle. Right? Yeah, It yeah, looked like a little, like, stealth fighter kind of, mm-hmm. sort of. And it would, like, hook onto the top of the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that was really weird, though, and to all you listeners out there uh, that are into toys, you may be able to help me out. Uh, so when I got this... I know that it was new. I know that, you know, the, we had the box and everything. But mine never had the, like, the little thing that, like, the little launch bay that would hold the whole thing. Mm. Because I look back, you know, when, when I, I was looking back a few days ago, and I was like, oh, man, I, I wonder, you know, what this thing's going for or whatever. And in every photo, there's, like, these, this, like, blue and red, um, you know. Almost it, like a clamp, It's right? like, like a big clamp. That's the, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Mine, I never had that. So, like, I'm wondering if they thought that that was just part of the, uh, like, the box that held the ship in. They're just like, yeah, get Boy, that. I'll tell you. Just throw it away. I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> they opened that thing and they're like, okay, man, yeah, let's kind of, like, uh, piece it together. Put it together. Or let's get it propped up, <laughs> yeah. you know, nice. And one of those, one side of those things just broke off like Oh, that. you're right. And, and then they were like, well, I guess we got to break the other side. Pop that's, and then to the trash. Yeah, you're right. That, that could have been it. Trust me, dude. Dude, we had, last year we had a funny situation. Courtney and I, you know, tensions are high. We were arguing over something. It's like, you know, we put the girls to bed. We did the whole thing. We did the milk and cookies. We did the Santa tracker. We did everything, which is all like, in theory, is really fun. But the idea that, oh, and, and we had also spent the entire day like with her family and stuff. So it was like, it was like really getting down to crunch time where it's like, okay, well, now we got to put everything together, um, you know. And I don't even think we finished till like 2, 2.30 in the morning. But there was this one little thing, this like little like bicycle scooter thing. And it was one of those toys that's kind of like, 
you know the toys that are they're like a little more expensive. I don't want to say they're like boutique-y, but they're like, you know, they're just made better, better parts, probably made in the U.S., but like mm-hmm. attention to detail. They're, super, they're, they're, they're the things that are going to be durable, you know, out of all your toys. But mm-hmm. it was this little like scooter thing, and I ended up putting like the wrong end in like that like sort of like latched in this piece. Dude, it took me two and a half hours to literally – completely take this thing apart every single (laughs) screw i had to take out because i couldn't it like it would go in and then like like latch so you couldn't like pull it out you know it's like it like if you get shot with an arrow you can't like pull the arrow out because Mm -hmm. and it was a situation like that and i literally had to like unscrew like totally break down this thing and then build it completely put it back together it was horrible We've, we've had those kind of situations a lot of times too it's like something that you know, we order from Amazon mm-hmm. and then like the instructions are in English. Well, they're just English words that are used. Yeah. But it's definitely not like, I think they may have just been like copy and paste it into like Google Translate. Yeah, exactly. don't really make sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, yeah, it gets pretty frustrating for sure. Those toys were made in the same factory as the uh, those knockoff G.I. Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. Anyway, so to go back to my, so that's that uh, Christmas morning, woke up, boom, GI Joe Space Station, Defiant, it was awesome. Um, this is the, f- this is probably the second or third year um, that uh, my dad had kind of come back into the picture, um, and he picked me up later. So then I went down there, and I think it was like probably a little bit of like dad competition with my mom. So I get down there, and there's like the mobile. Um, it's like the the mobile command center, the GI Joe thing that like fold, it was brown and it like folded out like a tackle box, like mm, step, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I so that remember. that was a big Christmas, you know, to have like both of like the biggest GI Joe bases, um, you know. Yeah, my buddy had like the the aircraft carrier. Oh, you know, that thing yeah. was humongous. I'm sure it cost like. God only knows, man. I yeah. would love to kind of like look that up and see. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, man, this is so cool. I couldn't wait to get to his house. You go there and then like his sister broke a piece and like, yeah. you know, and then I'm kind of like, yeah, man, this is awesome. But like, I, I liked playing with you. I just, like I want to take him out into the yard. Yeah, exactly. And we can't carry this, you the know. Base, yeah. You well, know, e- freaking canoe. Yeah. <laughs> the size of it was just humongous. Well, even the cool thing about like the Space Center is like the, and again, sorry to all you folks who aren't into like 80s toys, but to all you folks that are, you know exactly what we're talking about. You know, this imagery fills your heart, you know, with with warmth and, and nostalgia. But, um, you know, the cool thing about like the space station is like you could, like I said, like the little, God, I know, what is the right word? It's like a space like module or like, it's not really like the space shuttle. I'm, I mean, it looks kind of like a jet, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, the cool thing about that is you could pop that part piece off. So the big piece, uh, you know, and the one of my dad's, like the mobile, like um, uh, like the, you know, the mobile command, command center. Command center or whatever. We ne- I, you know, that stayed in the room, but like rarely was it ever played with because we were all, same with you, we were always outside playing. Yeah. But the cool thing about the space sh- shuttle is you could pop it off and, I mean, it's probably like a... Fly it around. It's, it's like a foot long maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that this was around those, those few years, do you remember uh, toys and a show called Captain Power? 
What is it called? It's called Captain Power. Man, they were amazing, dude. They they came with these like VHS tape that you would play, and then you had these like it was really interesting. You had these like guns, but they were basically like jets. And so you're, you know, we'd run around and like shoot them like they were guns, but and they had like a handle like a gun. So you would you would shoot with like your and it would shoot like a laser out of the TV or whatever. And then you had like your your little G.I. Joe-sized character of Captain Power. He would sit in the front. And so you're watching the VHS and it's doing this, it's doing these like red like sensors, and you're supposed to pull the trigger and shoot the gun at every single one. Oh my god. Gosh, do you remember this? Dude, yes. I do. I am. I have not thought about these things. They were awesome. Man. And he I had he had like a like a badass like gold suit. It's like almost Judge Dredd looking. Kind of like but, Judge Dredd, yeah. Yeah. He had like the man. visor helmet, and then he had this gold suit with a circle in the middle and like blue, golden blue. Uh and uh the he had like the white jets were the good ones. The black and red were like, you know, clearly 80s black and red was like the bad mm-hmm. guy. Um, and then like you would shoot these like little, it would have these like little circles like on the TV that you would shoot at when it's like, oh, well, here's the the big target. And I can't remember, it's like if you didn't shoot enough or if you, or if it shot back, like somehow the gun slash plane would like, uh, w- was able to like identify and it would like, if you lost, it would basically, it would, it would eject the seat out and your character would fly out. Yeah. And if you don't remember these, and like, look, the, like this is the moment of the podcast where I say to my brother, <laughs> hey, man, Google Captain Power. It's going to blow your mind. I completely, yeah, dude, dude. you know what's crazy? So I actually like, and I'm going to, we're going to have to put them in the, uh, on the, uh, on the Instagram. I yeah. still have the bad Lord Dread mm. and, and, um, like the pterodactyl looking dude. But the funny thing oh, is, I'm pretty sure yeah, dude. those were my brother-in-law's. He recently like just like dumped off his old toys for our kids to enjoy. And they're in there? Yeah, man. And like oh wow. This longest time I've been like, man, I know who these guys are, but I, I can't put my finger on it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And I can dude, I my gosh. That's one of those like mind blowing, I haven't thought of toys. Yeah. I mean, those things were amazing. I'm man. sure we'll do like a toy episode, but yeah, there's a few of those that like I can, I like vaguely remember, you know, obviously we remember all of like the Ninja Turtles. In fact, I actually uh, went up to my, it was a house that I lived in, but now my sister lives in it. And um, um, I ended up finding a huge bag. I have almost every single of like the original uh, Ninja Turtles, obviously out of the package and all, but like they still have all their weapons, all their belts, all the everything. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, there's like a couple little figures like mixed in that are like sort of the more obscure stuff. Like I remember I, mm-hmm. I was really big into um, Exo Squad. Do you remember them? No, man. Again, I, I would probably remember if I looked them up. It's kind of like Supernaturals. Have we talked about that before? No. What is it? I don't know what that uh, is. The, the Supernaturals were like. Um, I want to say that's the dude that like, or like the characters were these weird sort of like, they had these holographic images on the front. They're like skull pe- like figures or whatever. Oh, but wait, are you talking about? They had like 3D holograms inside them. So you would take like the front off. But, are, but and then, are you sure you're not talking about like the visionaries? So there's two different ones. I know that I do remember the name visionaries, but the supernaturals is the one that I'm, that I'm specifically talking about. Um, because the visionaries had like the holographic, 
I think they had it like on their like shields or on their like chest or something. Yeah, no, the supernaturals did too. So I don't know about mm. visionaries, but what what did the supernaturals look like? Like like kind of like the evil version, probably. Oh, um, okay, cool. What is the other one? Visionaries. Yeah, visionaries. The, the, I, th- I think they were like futuristic, but they were kind of like knights almost or something. I remember they looked really cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just looked them up. No, yeah, these are different. Yeah, you're right. Those look kind of like futuristic. They have holograms. They mm-hmm. also have holograms on their shields. The the ones that I'm talking about, the supernaturals, imagine like it's almost like something that would be in D&D. So like this character that's got like a, you know, like the chest plate is just all made of like skulls and then like mm, the hologram cool. itself is like a skeleton face. I've still got it as well, man. I'll, I'll uh, send you a picture of it. It's just like random stuff like that. Like how in the world... Well, this kind of goes back to just the, you know, the one thing I think our kids are missing by just being able to have TV shows and movies on demand yeah. are the incredible commercials that would give you so many ideas yeah. of what you wanted for Christmas. I know. <laughs> you know? Well, and it's kind of a bummer now, too, I feel like, because, you know, if you are watching demand, you're, you're you know, I feel like, I feel like back in the 80s, especially, um, you would see all these ads and these just amazing commercials of like, um, what, what were they called? They were called like, um, like, um, like I remember just obscure like titles, like Brave Star was one. Do you remember Brave Star? Mm-mm. He was like a cowboy, like sort of in the future. Oh, yep. Remember that? Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Another one that I was obsessed with were called Sky Commanders. Do you remember them? They were like these. No, but we've talked about Silverhawks too before. Oh, yeah, dude. Silverhawks were awesome. Mm-hmm. I love those. And I cannot find any of my old Silverhawk toys. I've still got some of mine, bro. <sighs> they were great, man. But Sky Commanders were the ones that like they were they were like these dudes. And the reason I remember this is like they it came with like super 80s. It came with like a cassette tape that you would put in and you're like listening to like a mission, but hmm. like the guys would be like Say, say like the leader or the captain would be, um, you know, and I guess now thinking back, I guess like, so I, the one that I got was like not the leader. It was like somebody on the, the Sky Commander team. Um, so like the leader character would be like talking to you and being like, oh, shoot your rope over here. And it, it would like shoot these like little ropes out that you would like, it would like a hook at the end and you would hook and then it would like kind of like a zip line. Do you remember those? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't remember. You may those. have actually been in Indonesia because I think these were, these were older. And then like Dino Riders, that was another one. Yeah, you see those. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you know the, these sort of like obscure kind of toys. I feel like nowadays you would never really see because. Well, yeah, I mean, there's just back then, dude. I mean, for a couple of reasons, Saturday morning cartoons. Exactly, man, that was the time you wake up. Yeah, there's so many different cartoons on. There's all the commercials in between, and the commercials were you just know, as entertaining. Yeah, for sure, man. Because all these awesome and, and toys also, that you've never seen. Yeah, you know, it's just, uh, gosh, man, some of those toys I haven't even, I can't believe. I totally forgot about those, man. Oh, dude, another one that I remembered. These were like really obscure. Not a lot of people that I've ever talked to about these remembers them, but they were called Starcom. Do you remember those? Starcom. Basically, you had these, you would have like these like spaceships and they're really, really detailed and the characters were like, I mean, they were pretty small. They were like maybe two inches tall, and they were like these um, these like little like astronauts, and really cool like arm articulation and stuff. But the big thing is like um, they had magnets in their feet, 
Mm. Do you remember those? No, man. I I looked them up, and I mean, it's just vaguely kind of remember man, them. But they were I, so I definitely cool. never had them. Yeah, I I was obsessed with these things. What was the What was the one? First off, I'm still just like blown away by Captain Power, but <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not even joking. It's kind of like, whoa, man, I haven't thought about that, oh, man, in so long. And there's two other mysteries in my life that I think about every other day. One, that crazy, scary oh, thing yeah. that I used to have the recurring dream about, the skinless creature man thing. And then the other one is um, this song from the early 2000s. The video is like, starts with like some firecrackers or something, and then these dudes start it's like some kind of indie dude you have been talking about this video and this song since we started the band yeah no but it was like around that time dude and i remember showing it to you i know but i remember even in the band days which may have been later you would we'd be doing something we'd be working on a song or something you'd be like yeah you know kind of like the intro of that yeah exactly song with the video with the fireworks Mm -hmm. i'm like man i have no idea i know i wish to god i could find it we kind of got off the rails here. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, what about, uh, what was I saying about, okay, Captain Power, which is just, I can almost like smell the way those toys smell. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's kind of like if you imagine the way a, the inside of a Pizza Hut smells, mm. boom, it takes you there immediately. Man, man. those red Coca-Cola red cups. Red Coca-Cola cups. The little oh. ice, little mm-hmm. tiny pieces of ice. God, I loved co- uh, Pizza Hut. And now if you had like a good Pizza Hut, you would have... Um, the ta- Video games. The table, 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 Mrs. Pac-Man. Oh, yeah, dude. And Galaga. Amazing. Yeah. So, dude, did you ever have a, like, any sort of, you know, obviously Santa's real, but did you ever have any Christmases that sort of, as you got a little older, that sort of led you to maybe doubt a little? You know, it's funny, man. Um, I cannot remember. No. <laughs> in Man. short, no, I don't remember anything kind of making me be like, well, that doesn't really. I just, you know, my. I remember asking my mom, hey, mom, you know, people at school, you know, it's so cliche, but this is kind of how it goes down, I think, for everybody. Somebody at school, my friend at school, you know, said that Santa isn't real. Like, this is my friend. I mean, yeah. why would he lie? Like, There's always an <laughs> asshole kid at school. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she would just say, you know what, son? Like, here's the thing. Santa Claus is as real as you want him to be. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, man, I mean, look, I'm pretty sure she still writes from Santa, or I'm sorry, I'm still, <laughs> Santa Claus still stops at her house with my <laughs> presence. Yeah, and, my mom does um, too. You know, so we keep the, we keep the magic alive. Um, so no, there wasn't really like any defining moments. I can't even remember really ever it's just something that I just didn't care, you know, care to whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I remember I had one, um, man, and it's still like one of these things that just, it just kind of like pains me on the inside. Mm, but still stings. It does still sting a little. You know, I'm sure my mom had already gotten all the presents. It was Christmas Eve. Earlier that day, we went to Lakeshore Mall, which back in the day it was awesome, and now it's just something else. Uh, but back in the day, there was a KB Toys, and it was amazing. They had so much cool stuff, and I wish I would have been a little older because I remember, even as a kid, I remember seeing like a ton of like Dungeons and Dragons modules and miniatures and all that mm. kind of thing. But man, I just you know I was too I was too young. So, but anyway, I remember Christmas Eve. We're there. 
Uh, mom had to pick up a few things for the next day and she's checking out at the counter and I happen to be sort of looking at, looking around, you know, and, and keep in mind this was before the internet or ordering stuff off Amazon or, or you know, going to like Target where there's like 20 lines. This was like a, a I mean, it was, it was a nationwide chain, but it, it was ran almost like a mom and pop. There was one counter and there was a line like around the, the whole store pretty much. My mom was checking out. She's like paying for something. And I happened to turn around and at the, at, there was a rack of like these books. And in retrospect, I think there were probably a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons books in there. But hmm. I see this X-Men RPG from TSR. It's like this RPG. It was like in a box and it was like an uncanny X-Men um, special campaign, like role-playing game. And I was like, Oh my God, this, this is everything that I want. This was right around that time where, and in fact, it may have actually been even the same year uh, as the, the Jim Lee X-Men one, you know, find. So like I said, mom had already bought all of my Christmas presents. And then the day of Christmas Eve, I look over and I'm like, oh my God, mom, I gotta have this. I have to have it. But, you know, like like role-playing games, I mean, I don't, who knows? It was probably 30, 40, 50 bucks. And she had just had enough. You know, we'd been shopping all day. We, she had already paid. There's a massive line behind her. And then that's when I see this book or this, this game. And so I remember being like, it's okay, mom. I'm just going to ask Santa for it. And she was like, I don't know. It's pretty late. And I can remember specifically, you know, her, she kept sort of reiterating, like, I don't know, you know, Santa has to leave early for other parts of the world that, you know, that wake up before we do. So, you know, mm-hmm. it may have been too late. And I remember specifically laying in bed that night and staring up at the ceiling, you know, and I used to do this thing too, and I don't I don't even remember why I did this, but I would, like, and I remember on Christmas Eve, I would, like, turn around and I would put my, like, feet on the headboard like up the wall and I would just like lay that because I was so just anxious and like restless and you know I would probably stay up till one or two in the morning which is late for a kid but just just staring at the ceiling just because I could not wait but I remember specifically that night thinking it's okay you're talking about specifically for Christmas for right? Christmas yeah yeah not okay. just <laughs> not like every night no no, no not every night no this although I did kid. go through this okay. bout of insomnia in high school but yeah, it was Christmas Eve. I'm staring at the ceiling. I'm just like, man. And it was like this weird sort of like um, sort of like internal struggle because it was like, well, that's weird that like mom didn't get it. And, you know, does she need to like call Santa or like had it? It was like my mom, I was trying to like figure out how it would work. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I reassured myself as I went to sleep, it'll be cool. You know, it'll be in in the living room when I get up, Santa's going to take care of it. And it was not. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, that Christmas was just, and again, like I'm sure every, all the other presents were amazing. And, um, but that was like the, that was a real sort of pivotal moment for me. Um, you know, being like, man, Santa kind of let me down. You might've been naughty, bro. Dude, let me ask you another question since you, uh, already admitted, uh, and, uh, you know, to Tyler's mom, if she's listening, we're, we, you know, I'm sorry for you because what a jerk of a kid. But Total since jerk. you snuck around and stuff, did you ever have a moment where you like, <laughs> where you like happened to come upon like 
a present that you really wanted and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Or, or like find a present that, you know, was hidden and then you find it and it's kind of like, oh. Yes, I, I have dang. the exact story of that. And this was a year or so after that. Well, I was a little older by this point. I was a mm-hmm. teenager. Um, but yes, I had seen Wayne's World, I think was around that time also. And her name was Cassandra. Cassandra. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I didn't even know that I, if I had any musical ability, um, you know, later on, I, you know, we would both find out that we both do. But um, but at the time, it was just like, oh, man, I think, I think the idea of this is cool. Um, I think I just, my babysitter had got me into maybe the first Pearl Jam album. And maybe the first Stuntable Pilots album, maybe. Mm-hmm. I may be I may be thinking like later, but yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the whole year I was just like going on and on and on about, oh my gosh, like I got to get an electric guitar, and I'd narrowed it down. Like so, I I was subscribed to um, it wasn't Musicians Friend. It was well Musicians Friend, but then there was another magazine called. Um, man, I can't think See, of it. I have, again, I haven't thought of Musician's Friend in at least twenty years. Yeah, I, th- there was another magazine that's one? no longer around, but it was like a like mm-hmm. a mail order store kind of deal. Um, yeah, for like gear, yeah, for, yeah, for like music gear. Um, and again, this was like long before either of us were like in bands or anything. So mm-hmm. it was just the idea of like, oh man, I saw this picture of this PV Predator that's amazing and I got to have it. And so I just went on and on and on and on about it throughout the year. And, you know, I think I like ran across something. So my my mom's old house or the house that I grew up in, there was like the house and then, I don't know, probably 100 feet beside it was like a separate, you know, two-car garage underneath and then you'd go up the stairs and it was my stepdad Rick's office and that year I had to go get something or for whatever reason I think I came across what I thought was a guitar case like during the daytime so the nighttime everybody had went to sleep and I remember I like snuck out of my bed went into like what we called the big room which was like this the big upstairs sort of like living room area, snuck down the stairs on the side of the house outside, snuck up the, the, uh, my stepdad's office and like army crawling on my stomach, even though, you know, it's not like, the, I mean, there was a window in the front, but it's not like if anybody would have looked out in the pitch black, yeah, they could have seen. Impossible for them to yeah, see. Yeah, but I'm like utmost, you know, cause I, I, and it's completely detached from the main house. Yeah, it's not even in the house. And plus they're, they're asleep. So it's like, mm-hmm. whatever. But, I am like army crawling. I'm like so serious about it. I see across the room. Keep in mind, I'm still army crawling. I see across the room, there's a guitar case. Uh, I am crawling. I'm coming toward it. I'm like, oh my gosh. They, she did it. They did it. They finally got something that I wanted, even though I got what I wanted every year. But, you know, <laughs> as, a, as a, a little jerk teenager. Um, and... I undo the snaps, uh, you know, the, uh, whatever they're called, the little, yeah, they're not the, called uh, snaps, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever they're um, called, the little, why can't we think of that? God bless America. The, the, like, uh, uh, 
Oh my God. Clasps, I guess. That is not is that the right? word, but we'll go with it. Clasps. I undo all the clasps and, um, <laughs> and open the case. There it is. A 1960s parlor acoustic Yamaha guitar. Mm. The opposite of a, an electric PV Predator guitar. Mm. And I was so disappointed. Unbelievably but, disappointed. Man. But let me just say, in uh, defense of uh, your mom at the time, oh, yeah. unknowingly, she's actually doing you a huge favor because I know what guitar you're talking about, that acoustic. Yeah. And it's, you know, every time we try to bring a different acoustic mm -hmm. into the studio, we've tried like, I don't even know how many we had in L.A. Yeah. But yep. that guitar sounds better than any. It does. Like the tone that we get off of that on record yeah. is better than any guitar I know, and much cooler than a PV. Predator. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, I would later get a PV Predator, which, um, it, you know, was horrible. I thought it was cool at the time, but but this guitar is a '60s Yamaha, probably pretty cheap in the '60s. It, my neighbor, it belonged to my neighbor, and he ended up selling to my mom. And this neighbor is like a. He's played with like Vince Gill. He's like a famous banjo player, like in Nashville. He's he's won in every state, like the national like banjo competition. Apparently, you have to go around and kind of like, you know, go against all the other players in the state. And he's won in every single state, which is pretty pretty amazing. Um, but anyway, you know, he knew what he was doing, and so he sold it to her. And it had actually belonged to the, some famous country singer back in the '60s and '70s, or maybe. Yeah, 60s and 70s. Uh, a guy named Little Jim Ed Brown. Um, and apparently he had, like, shortened the neck even. So it's this tiny little, I mean, it looks like a little parlor guitar. Um, mm -hmm. And it, yeah, it's it's just an amazing guitar. But I remember, uh, you know, at the time, so disappointed. The next day comes around. My mom is so excited because she thinks that I'm just going to, like, be obsessed with it. Um and another thing is that the case was like, I mean, it's probably a $150 case, just like the nicest case you, you can ever have for a guitar. And, you know, she didn't know. She she was so excited about that case, and it was just like, oh, I don't mm, care. Man, um, I know, dude. I just feel, my heart, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I feel so sorry for... For me, I know. Uh, no, for your mom, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, I mean, of course, you didn't let on. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I mean, she probably had no idea. But, oddly enough, the funny thing is, is I... She took me to three lessons, and I hated it. Mm -hmm. This was, this is the worst. I, I totally quit, you know... Yeah, I took those three lessons and then put that thing in the closet and didn't play for several years, probably till I was mm -hmm. seventeen. Um, mm -hmm. And then That's I just whenever I started yeah. picked it up and started uh, being like, "Well, I want to learn this song," and just you know just picked it up by ear. And uh, but yeah, in retrospect, super disappointed in that gift, but. I still have it in my studio right now, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, thanks, mom. And and, and you don't ha you don't still have your PV, do you? I don't have the PV. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Longevity, man. Yeah. Classics. Yeah. Cool, man. You know, it's so much fun to kind of like go back in time and think about those memories, yeah. and, and then in turn, kind of like, and we've kind of talked about this over the years, but like our, it's like nowadays, like there's not really. I don't really. You know, it's hard when my wife will ask like. Well, 
what do you want for Christmas? Like, yeah, you know, let, let's just focus on the kids because it's like, yeah, me too. You know, like if I want something, you know, we'll go out and buy, it, buy it potentially. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so like, for I mean, me, not me because like, I had sort of a situation with my well, PayPal yeah, and like, art account, but you know, both of our wives are the the in charge of the budget, and <laughs> yeah. so when we say like we just go out and buy it, we really mean uh, first Ask permission. we, uh, you know. Ask permission. Anyway, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but for for us now, it's like the joy is really kind of seeing like our kids, you know, on Christmas morning, that weird like, like it's like a physical thing. You can see visibly the nervous energy that they have in their bodies. They're like shaking, Yo, and, yeah. you know, because they're so excited they can hardly even contain it you know mm-hmm. um that's the best dude and that's what i cannot wait for this week and and, and just god this week know. man even you you yeah. just saying that it's just mind-blowing bro. it is mind-blowing i will say and i've got to do this as an aside um you know like you were saying all of us you know especially the last few years it's like i don't need anything just let's just do it for the kids i don't need anything well last year my wife did get me a uh wacom cintiq tablet so i gotta give a shout out and she's Totally surprised me. I had no idea. I thought it was like another one of those, like, you know, couldn't just, we, let's just get. Couldn't we use some new yada, sheets? Yada, yada. Yeah. We'll just handle the kids mm-hmm. and like enjoy them. But then, boom, this giant, you know, the biggest and best uh, art tablet, which I use pretty much daily, I guess, mm-hmm. um, as a comic book artist. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I got to give a shout out to Courtney. She's, uh, she's definitely got the MVP award for last year that's awesome man mm-hmm. um and i'm dude i'm sh- like now i feel bad so I'm like, <laughs> well, i should probably remember what i get. but you know like i said it's just usually like we typically just kind of like i don't know tell each other what we want now i will say that like sometimes what i love to do is kind of come up with that present that she'll totally forget that she even mentioned mm. and then boom um see so i can never do that with my wife she just oh, dude but you'll do stuff like way out oh yeah man it'll be like something that she talked about like a year ago i have just like this running list yeah. and then i'll just like be like oh i'm gonna get her that and then she's like how did you even know that i you know and it's like you know yeah like, when she was talking to me i pretended like i was just like hold on a second baby. i gotta text somebody <laughs> and i'm just like putting it in the notes app yeah so that's awesome that's a trick of the trade there um trick of the trade. Look, dude before i do that i think we got to make sure that we tell people the big announcement that we announced at the top of the show, and that's about our merch store. Boom. It's the only place anywhere that you can get our merchandise. Mm-hmm. We're talking about over 20, I think close to 25 designs of hoodies, sweatshirts, T-shirts, hats, trucker caps, mm-hmm. coffee mugs, stickers, buttons, you name it. Posters. Exactly. Everything. Face masks uh, so you can be, you know, covid compliant or whatever i mean all these different things that you can get and you can spread the word and i mean frankly dude what i love the most about this stuff is well i mean it's cool i want yeah it's cool i mean it doesn't just look like i don't know how to explain it. i don't know where i was going with that but no, no, no. Line, i mean I, woody and i have literally been first of all we've waited a long time before we put it out because we kind of wanted to like release it with like a big bang and so there's a ton of content. There's a ton of stuff you can get. But honestly, I mean, when we were, were sort of doing the final touches of, of the store, we're like looking around like, man, can we figure out how to get some samples of these pups? Yeah, I know, man. I want every They're single awesome. one of these things. I mean, in every color, in every – I mean, there's yeah. just like a ton. That's super exciting. Mm-hmm. But all that to say, look, 
this is Christmas week. You guys, you know, have an amazing holiday. Whether or not you celebrate Christmas, if you celebrate something else, if you don't celebrate anything at all, take this time to reflect. You know, we're going into a new year. What can you do differently? How can you improve? Mm -hmm. Most importantly, this is the time that just being with and or connecting with those that you love um, is my greatest wish for everybody. That's my Christmas wish Mm -hmm. to you is that you're able to do that and that you you definitely do, even if that does mean just like a FaceTime call, you know, um, whatever it is. Man, I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy holiday. Um, and like we always say, man, thank you so much for just being a part of our journey here. And that would be rad, you know, this podcast, being a listener, someone yeah. that, you know, messages us after each episode and says, hey, man, that episode was amazing. Like you don't have a clue what that does for us, man. We love getting that stuff. So don't be shy. Follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at that would be rad. Make sure you check out our merch store because trust me, oh man, some do the crew neck sweaters. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Tony Tim. Um, and also, if uh, <laughs> by the way, thanks Ashton for uh, mm. for r- reminding us who that stupid character was mm-hmm. that we could not think of last week. God. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming back week to week. Uh, like Woody said, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Have a joyous season. And as always, be red. Oh, 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 oh. Merry Christmas. <laughs>